Irvin Daf Tzadik Beis was starting the last line of Tzadik Aleph Amr Beis Amalei Ravina Ravashi and we turn to Tzadik Beis Amr Aleph Ravina Yisra Ravashi Mi Amr Rabbi Again, let's remember we had a machlekes yesterday as to the Shita of Shimon that allowed someone to carry between a gag chutzur kafev and even a mavui with no restrictions between these areas. As long as these items or kalim that you want to carry between these areas was not Shabbos b'teich habayis when Shabbos started, and Rav said the Chiddush that Rav Shimon only said this in the case that the chateris did not have an area of chateris to allow them to carry from their houses into the chatzah. But if they had an area of chateris and therefore would be allowed to carry their clay bottom into the chatzah. Even Rav Shimon would be guising not to carry into any area that are not joined together with the chatzah, as you may come to carry this klish, a Shavas Bibayas, into another chatzah, which of course is also. And Shmuel Rabbi Echon disagreed with Rav and held that Rav Shimon did not differentiate between Erev and Velo and it's always mutter to carry between a Gag chatzah and a Kafiv, and we don't make exer that you may carry Kalim Shavas Bibayas bias out of the chatzah. So the Gemara now is, did Rabbi Echon really hold this svar and he possibly like Rav Shimon, and even by Erev, they allowed to go and carry between all these different Rishuyes. Rishuyes. We learned in a Mishnah early in the Mishnah. And the Mishnah says, If there's a wall between two Chatseris that was 10 Tfachim high and 4 Tfachim thick, both Chatseris have to make their own individual Ervin and they can't join together in a joint Erev because you have this Kaisal that's between them that blocks them off and there's no Pesach between them. If there's actually fruits on the top of the wall, the people in Chatzah A could go up on top of the wall and eat them, and the people from Chatzah B could go up to the top of the wall and eat them. But both the people in Chatzah A or Chatzah B, once they go on top to eat these pears, they can't go and take the pears and bring them down into their Chatzah. Now, the Gemara's question is as follows If you learned like Rav that the only time of Shimon said his dinner you allowed to carry from one area to another is when you didn't make an area, we could explain that this Mishnah was talking where they both made their own individual Avon, and that's why you can't carry from one place to another. But the feet away, Rabbi Yechon and Shmuel understood Rabbi Shimon that you're always allowed to carry between different areas as long as they're all classified as Rosh Hashanah. And it doesn't make a difference if the Chatseris made an Arab or if they didn't make an Arab. We don't have a Zer that you may carry the money, the bottom, into the other area. So therefore, the Chayra, in our case, why should it be that you're not allowed to carry from the top of the wall down to the bottom of the Chatsa? The Chayra, the feet of Rabbi Yechon's understanding of Rabbi Shimon, the Shimimimutah. The Gemara answers, my Lamata, 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 when it says in this Mishnah, you're not allowed to take it down to to the bottom doesn't mean down to the bottom into the chutz. Of course, to the bottom in the chutz, you're allowed to take it down because we're going like the sheet is Rav Shimon. But it means you're not allowed to take it down off the top of the chutz and bring it into your house. Of course, that's partial. Even Rav Shimon agrees that a house is considered a separate area and a distinct area, and therefore you're not allowed to take something from the top of the wall through your chutz into this bias. But the Gemara asks, you're explaining the Mishnah the way Rebbe brought down the Mishnah as Lamata means Lamata Lamata, that you're going inside the house, but Tan Rav Chia, who was a Talmud of Rebbe, he learned that you can't have either Chatzah A or Chatzah B stand in the Chatzah and eat from the pear. So you see that he refers to the actual Chatzah and he didn't say that the Issa is to go into the bias. And once again, L'Chariot should be Shver on the Pshad of Rabbi Yechem because you see a Stam Mishnah that seems clearly not like his Pshad of Rabbi Shimon. Or Malay, they responded to him, if Rebbe didn't say this in a Mishnah and the Mishnah we said said the word Lamata 
Yisrael. And we explain it as being which would fit in according to Rabbi Yechron. And even though Rabbi Chia had a different pshat, that is not necessarily a genuine pshat. And even though Rabbi Chia was a Talmud of Rabbi. The Gemara continues, Ritman, we learn, and it was a chuv, it was a rune right between them. It doesn't make a difference who the chuv was owned by. And the case was, Chatzah made an Erev by itself. And once a Chatzah, of course, has an Erev, then it's that Kalim that was Shavas, over there, would actually make their way into the Chatzah on Shabbos. And then the other one, Chatzah B, they did not make an Erev, and therefore, of course, it would be much less Shiach for any Kalim that was Shavas, Batim, in Chatzabi to make their way into Chatzabi on Shabbos. Um, Rav Huna, Rav Huna said, Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav. He said exactly like Rav that since we passed Rav Shimon, but only in a case where you didn't make an Arab, so therefore over here we say that the Chorva gets its way and we'd rather it be tied and connected to the Chatzah that did not make an Arab because there we won't have a problem and we don't have to make a Xera Dilma Asla Fukimani the Batim because. Since it doesn't have an air, therefore, generally people don't have any kalim that was shoved to take a bias that are within this chatzah. And for this reason, we allow the people in chatzah B to now go take their kalim and go and carry them into the area which is a chovah. But we don't allow the people in chatzah A that had the air to go and carry into the chovah because the issue would be that they, during Shabbos, potentially could carry their kalim from their houses into the chatzah and then they may potentially take it from the chatzah, from chatzah A, into the chovah. And that, of course, is us according to the way Rav learns the words of Rav Shimon as we learned before. So that was Shitas Rav Huna who was a Talmud of Rav and now the Chiyah by Rav Amar and Chiyah who the son of Rav he says I heard from my father that he didn't differentiate between the two Chatzers and it doesn't make a difference if it was Chatzah A that had an Erev or Chatzah B that didn't have Erev the same din would apply. Now what din would apply? So Chiyah by Rav said on his own I say that my father must have meant that it will be us to carry from both of the Chatseris into the Chorva. Now, what is the Pshat in that? That would make sense, Lechayor, because since Rav holds that if you make an Erev, then it asks Lefi Rab Shimon to carry into another Chatsa, because we're worried of the Mani, the Batim. Since you had an Erev, and therefore you could carry from your bias into your Chatsa, and you'll be able to carry Kalim Shishafsu bias into your Chatsa, and then we're worried that you're not going to carry it into the Chorva, which of course would be Asa. So therefore, that for sure is going to be Asa. And once we say that's also, then it's Mistavra that we're going to say even in the area the Chatzah that did not make an Arab and they don't have any Kalim Sheshavsu Bibayas in that Chatzah or they don't have many of those Kalim still we would say it's also to go and carry into the Chorva and the reason is like Rashi says the Gaza Loi Irvu Atu Irvu we're going to make a zero of the place of the Chatzah that did not have an Arab Atu Chatzah that had an Arab why? The Mavki Hanil Gava because if we allow the people who did not make an Arab to go and take the Kalim into to the Chorva, Haninami Asumafki, the Chatzah that's attached to them, that's right next door to them. So you had Chatzah A and Chatzah B with the Chorva in between, and Chatzah B is allowed to carry into the Chorva, then the people in Chatzah A will say, since the people in Chatzah B could carry there, we can't wassle. And of course, we don't want it to happen because it's Xera, Dilma Asla Fukimari Nibatim. Maybe you'll go carry the Kalim that was Shafsu Batecha Bayez into the Chorva. And Chiyabarab continues and says, If you're going to tell me that maybe my father meant to say that both the Chatzah that made the Arab and the Chatzah that did not make an Erev should both be mutter to carry directly into the Chorva. Basically, Rashi has a very long Rashi over here, but the basic you said and the crux of the question is as follows that Chiyabar Rav is put here that it's impossible that my father Rav Lashitasa should say that both.
both the chatzah that had an Arab and the chatzah that did not have an Arab should be able and allowed to carry into the chova. As Bishlam and the chatzah without an Arab can carry into the chatzah because there are generally no kelim shashtu to bias in the chatzah since there is no Arab and therefore you couldn't carry from the bias into the chatzah on Shabbos. But my father's whole point in Rav Shimon was specifically when there is an Arab, we need to make a xera that you can't carry into other areas as since kelim shashtu to bias will be in the chatzah on Shabbos, we need to be worried. Dilma asla fukimani the bottom into this harva, and therefore, of course, we should make the xer in this case. And it would be impossible to explain my father's words to say that it meant shteim mutaris. And the Gemara says that it could be that there's a difference between a regular case of rab in the words of Rab Shimon and the case of going into a chova because hasam kiven the mitri mani the bottom the chotza asla fukay in the case where you're taking your chafetzim out into the chotza and then you're going to take it further into another chotza, then potentially a person will do that because the kalim that generally are left in your house a very expensive kalim and you generally don't want to leave it unprotected but in the chatzah it's protected enough there are four walls around it etc and therefore someone will leave it there but hachabichovah since over here we're specifically talking about a broken down rune in this case a person will watch out and make sure he's not taking his expensive kalim that generally stay in his house and move it into a chovah and therefore we don't have to worry that maybe if he had an air over here since he'll take out the mani the bottom into the chatzah, then again he'll move it from the chatzah into the chorva. Of course, a person would do that, and we can therefore explain that when Rav said Aflashirva, that it doesn't make a difference which chatzah you're in, the chatzah with the erva, the chatzah without the erva, it can mean that Shteyim Mutaris, that they will both be mutter in this particular case. Ikadami, others say, and this is exactly the same way, except in reverse. My father said, even when there's an erva, there's no chilip between a chatzah that had the erva and a chatzah that didn't have the erva, they both have the same din. But who says over here, Ushtayim Mutaris, he says, that my father must have meant that they're both mutter. In fact, if you're going to say that Lukhariyan makes more sense that they should be both also, as we explained before, based on Xerah, now bring your raya that Lukhariyan should be that Shtein Asurus, as we said before, because Rav specifically pointed out of Shimon that when there's an Erev, we need to make Xerah that you can't carry into other areas, as since Kalim Shashasu Batechabas will be in the Chatz on Shabbos, we need to be worried into the Chorvah. On that, the Gemara gives the same idea, but this is to support Chiyabarab's idea that Shtein are Mutares, and we say, Hasam, Kivan, Dimitri, Mani, Dabatab, Chatzalai, Sharbur, Abban, Daslafuke. As we said before, in the case of Rav in Rav Shimon, where it's a standard case, where you're going from your house into the Chatzah and there's an Arab, and therefore you could potentially move your Kalim Shashafsu, Batechabayas, into the Chatzah, and then you might further move it into another Chatzah. Over there, we say there's a problem that you might move it on Shabbos because a person has a protection around the chatzah and he doesn't mind moving his expensive kalim into another chatzah. But in our case, our bechovah, since it's going eventually into a chovah, of course a person wouldn't take the kalim of his house, which are expensive kalim, and move them to a chovah, which is not a protected area. And therefore, Chiyab says, I stay with my opinion that stay in Mutares. And we continue with the Mishnah. Now, in order to understand this Mishnah, let's go back in time and remember the case of the God Godel and the God Katan and the Chatzah Godel and the Chatzah Katan that we spoke about many times. So, for example, let's talk about a Gag first and then about a Chatzah. If you had a Gag where you had a large Gag and then a smaller Gag that was right next to it and they attached to each other. Around the Gag, as a standard, there is no actual wall, but we do say good Asik Mechitzais because you can actually see the bottom from beneath them. You can see 
see the walls of the bottom, and therefore, according to everyone, we would say a good Asa Mechitza is at least on the perimeter wall. And therefore, both the Gagadol and the Gagkotan have three walls based on good Asa. The only issue over here is that between the Gagadol and the Gagkotan, where they meet each other, there's also no wall over there. And over there, you can't apply the concept of good Asa Mechitza, as we'll explain the Gemara, based on the Machlekes that we had before, between Rav and Shmuel, we'll have to explain the Gemara differently. So how Mishnah starts and says, in the case that we just explained, where there was a larger Gag next to a smaller Gag, it would be mutter to carry from the bias that's beneath the Gag Godel into the Godel, but it would be also to carry from the smaller bias into the smaller Gag. What is the reason for that? The Gag Godel would be mutter because we look at it as an area where you only have an opening, it's considered Pesach. Now Rashi points out, of course, the area that's open between the Godel and the Kotel cannot be wider than 10 Amis, otherwise, of course, that can't be a Pesach. Now, on the sides, it has on the right and left of the Gagadol, the extra part of the width of the fourth side of the Chatzik Deila, on the right and left side, it extends it and makes it larger than Chatzik Tana, which we call Gifufin. That area actually shows that this is actually surrounded, and it's as if the Gagadol has four walls. However, in the Katan, from the perspective that you're standing within the Gagkotan, and you look towards the Gagadol, you don't see any Gifufin at that area. It's completely open, and we have a din that if something's nifrits b'muluyai lemakam asla, and since from the perspective of the gag cotton, it's completely open into the gagodol, so it's also to carry in the gag cotton. Now Rashi points out the reason why we explain the Mishnah as a question if you're allowed to carry from the bias gadol to the gagodol or from the bias cotton to the gag cotton is because we want to go to the rakol because I feel the only time that Rameya said you're allowed to carry from a gag to another gag was only for a kli that was shavas in the gag. But a kli that was shavas in his bias, of course he wouldn't say that. The second case of the Mishnah is exactly the same case as the first case of the Mishnah, except we're going by a chatzah, and a chatzah generally has mechitzas. And therefore, over here, we're talking about around the entire perimeter of both the Godel and the Katan, there were actually walls that were ten tefachim high, just in the center area between the cotton and the gadol, it was completely open for about 10 amis, and that's the same shayla as based on which perspective you look at it. If you're looking at from the gadol towards the cotton, then you have these gifufin on the side, and therefore you look at it as a pesach between the gadol and cotton, and therefore you could carry in the chatzah gadol. However, if you're looking from the chatzah tana, and your perspective is towards the chatzah gadol, then you're going to see that it's completely open, and it would be also to carry in the chatzah tana, because it's nifres and here the Mishnah points out this is going to be a very important point in the Gemara that the Chatzik Tana or the Gag Katan serves as a Pesach to the larger Chatzik or the larger Gag and it's almost like it's servicing the Gadol but it's not its own entity as we'll explain further in the Gemara and we start with the Gemara why do we have both cases of the Mishnah of a Gag and a Chatzik saying the same thing and the Gemara says, According to Rav, we had to say that Gag is similar to the Chatzah. Just like by the Chatzah, they have physical walls, and therefore you can actually recognize the 
walls. The only time we say good asik, but again, a gag that doesn't have actual physical walls, it only has halachic walls based on good asik, is only when someone could look down from the roof and see the sides of the wall of the houses that are going parallel to the roof. And if that's the case, then we say good asik and we consider the gag godel as having three halachic walls. But if the walls of the house beneath the roof are indented, and for example, the roof protrudes and overhangs the walls of the house, then good asik can't work and would even be also to carry in the gagadol as there are no mechitzais. And the Gemara continues with Shmuel, Gagdumi dechotza, machotza dekadarsalei rabim, af gagdami dekotza adarsalei rabim. Now, as we learned earlier, Shmuel held that we say good asik even if it's mikri mechitzah and therefore lechayr in our case, you should be able to carry both in the gagadol and even the gagotun because the center of the two areas has a wall of the bias beneath it and even though you can't see the wall of the house and there is no gap between the two rooftops, but the Shmuel, we still should say good asik and consider the cotton completely surrounded by lachic walls and you should be able to carry in the gag cotton as well so the Kiddush of the mission is that the only reason you can't carry the cotton is because we are dealing with a case of a gag that is similar to chatzah and just like there are many people walking in chatzah here also there are many people walking through gagas and we can't apply the din of good asik when there is heavy traffic trampling on the area of what would be a lachic wall and therefore you can't carry in the chatzah tana as is considered nifritz bimuliyah and we can't say good asik on the center wall between the Gag Godol and the Gag Katan. And the Gemara continues, Yosef, Rabbi, 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 Yosef, Rabbi, 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 Yosef, Rabbi, and they all were sitting and saying in front of Rabbi, Shema mi nof mi masis. And we see from the Mishnah, the Yuri Gedeila Bigtana, ve'ain the Yuri Gedeila Bigtana. The Mishnah used terminology that said, Mepnei shihiki pischa shal Gedeila, the small Chatzah is like the entranceway of the larger Chatzah. And we basically look at the smaller area as an annex to the Godol. It is tough and almost like it is bottled to the larger area, just like a small entranceway is insignificant as compared to a larger wall that leads into. Its only real significance is that it serves the larger space. And the next few gemaras will show how a large area can have influence over a small area, but a small area cannot have any effect or influence over the larger area. And the Lashon of our gemara, as Rashi says, is, the larger area is actually on the tana. It has an effect on it, and it's like a king. And the larger area has shlita over the small area and Rashi says but the smaller one doesn't have any shlita on the gdoyla and now we give examples and the Gemara is Kate said one of the cases that we're talking about gefana big doyla then also zorei sektanam vim zora zorei nasurim gefana mitarim we turn tzadik beis amir beis as we all know we have a din of klaya karen that you can't plant other plants within four ames of a karen of a vineyard and if you do both the zera and the vines become asabana and the Gemara says if you planted a vineyard in a large chatzah, then afterwards you can't go and plant anything in a smaller chatzah, even if it would be 10 amis away from the entrance to the chatzah gedela, as we look at the smaller chatzah, as if the entire chatzah is right next to the entranceway of the chatzah gedela. And let's keep in mind that the Radva points out that the vineyard, which is in the chatzah gedela, has to be within four amis of the entranceway between the chatzah gedela and the chatzah tana, and that's why it would be considered that it's within four amis of each other. And if you do, then the zera is asa, as from the perspective of the chatzaktana, it's planted be'isa. But the karam is actually not going to be asa, because from the perspective and vantage point of a person in the chatzaktana, since they are gefufim and sidewalls, and the center gap between the chatzaktana and chatzaktana is less than 10 amas wide, so we look at it as if there is an actual wall between the karam and the zera, and therefore there's no isa on the karam itself, which is a major chiddush. And the Gemara continues, However, if you plant a vineyard in the 
smaller chatzah, then at that point there's no isser to go plant even zera in the gedolah and even right next to the area where there would be a mechitza between the chatzik tan and chatzik gedolah because we look at that area as if it's closed from the vantage point of the chatzik gedolah and therefore you're allowed to go plant zera right next to that area as Rashi says. And the Gemara now brings another example based on a Gemara in Gitlain Zion Bay that says that a person, a man, could throw a get to his wife and she's within her own house or in her own chatzah, it's considered Megoreshes, but that's Dafka if she's actually standing in the chatzah or in her house at that point in time. And therefore the Gemara says, Isha Bigdala, the Gepiktana, if the woman was in the larger chatzah and the get was in the smaller chatzah, miskareshes, she is miskareshes. Why? Since the wife is standing in the larger chatzah, we consider it that she has dominion and she's moishal on the smaller chatzah. And therefore, when the get is placed in the smaller chatzah, is as if she is with the get and she is therefore kind her get. However, in the case that the Gemara follows with, Isha Bektana, the get big doila, ain't miskareshes. If the woman is in the small chatzah and the get is in the doila, then her shlita is not over the larger chatzah. And therefore, it's not considered like she has any presence in the larger chatzah, and therefore it's not miskareshes. And the Gemara continues with the third application. If the tzibah is in the larger chatzah and the shlich tzibah who wants to be them is in the smaller chatzah, then it can be yaitzah through the shlich tzibah's davening because it's considered like he's together with the tzibah in the gdailah. But the opposite way with tzibah b'ktan and shlich tzibah b'gdailah and yaitzah nechabasan, it can't be yaitzah because of course, since the shlich tzibah is in the gdailah, we can't look at it as if the shlich tzibah is in the tana and therefore he's not in their presence and he can't be mighty them based on his davening. The Gemara continues with a fourth case, Tisha Bigdala Vyachabitana, there are nine people being mispalled in a large chatzah, and there was one person in a smaller chatzah, Mitzaf, and then it Mitzaf of a minion. Same concept. Tisha Bigdala, the Echa Bigdala, it would be the opposite way. There's nine in the Tana, Echa Bigdala. It's not considered the one person is together with the nine, and therefore, since he's not in their presence, there's no minion and a Mitzaf. A fifth case, Tsoya Bigdala, Asalikris Kriyashma. If there's Tsoya in the larger area, then you can't even read Kriyashma Bigtana, and this is based on the same thought process that when you're reading Kriyishma when you're in the smaller area is as if you're reading it in the larger area because the smaller area is just an annex of the larger Chatzah however Sayyabiktana if there's actual excrement in the smaller Chatzah then Mutter Likris Kriyishma Bigdala then you can still read Kriyishma Bigdala because when you read it in the Bigdala there is no connection between him and the Tzaya because as if there is a wall between him and the Tzaya as Rashi explains since this Gifuf him, based on your perspective when you're looking from the Gdola into the Gtana, it's as if there's a wall there, there's only 10 Amis between you that's open, and therefore, the Gabi Gdola Kimichitzi, Vilay Matzik Tana, Mikakul Labashum Media, and we'll stop over here.